What's up, y'all? I got a dance deal for you, Chicago. Hubbard Street Dance heats up the Harris Theater stage with its spring series of joy next week. Now, this is some of the most dynamic, cutting-edge contemporary dance made by the world's leading choreographers right here in Chicago. I'm excited for Echoes of Our Ancestors by Maria Torres, among other creators. But you can only catch it for three performances between May 17th and May 19th. Luckily, CityCast Chicago listeners can get tickets in any section for 20% off using code CityCast online or over the phone. Visit HubbardStreetDance.com for details and use code CityCast. Today on CityCast Chicago. Season three of the comedy Southside premieres this Thursday. If you ask me, it's been one of the funniest and low-key accurate depictions of Chicago I've seen on TV. From inside jokes about Chicago foods and stepping to Shade and Whitney Young graduates, we're talking to Southside creators Sultan and Bashir Salahuddin and Diallo Riddle. It's Monday, December 5th. I'm Jacoby Cochran, and this is CityCast Chicago. Southside follows a hilarious cast. In addition to creating the show, Sotan plays Simon, a worker at a rent-to-own shop who always got a side hustle. Bashir plays Officer Goodnight, and Diallo plays new and fictional Alderman Alan Gale. Quick little warning, the language is definitely rated R. Welcome to CityCast Chicago, fellas. Hey, Cheers. thank let's you, go. Fellas. Let's get it. Let's go, Southside. I'm, I'm doing a very good job of, like, keeping it together because, fellas, I've been a fan of this show from the moment it dropped. Uh, Diallo, for anyone who has not watched Southside, what is the show about? Uh, the show is about the South Side of Chicago. It's about, you know, these two friends who, you know, represent the working class, you know, community that is there that often gets demonized uh, in the press and in the, and in the media. Bashir and I always say that we feel like the stories that we tell on the show, you know, technically a lot of them, as specific as they are, they could take place in, you know, working class black communities, you know, all over the country. You know, I always say that I'm the one person on the show, the really the only person uh, other than uh, Michael Blyden, who did not grow up in Chicago. Bashir, Chandra, the twins, Sultan, everybody else grew up there. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's so important that we get this story right because... Uh, you know, people love Chicago, and it's just, it hasn't always gotten, you know, the treatment it deserves in TV and film. Yeah, it, I never, I feel like it doesn't always get like a very complex, critical, but even a, a funny turn on the on the things that we're going through. But she, you're from the South Side. Mm-hmm. You know, how do you set out to tell a story that people from our city feel represented in, right. they connect to? But I mean, let's be real, that they find funny. You know, I, I do have to give my brother his props. I mean, he you know, we were trying to find a show to do. And uh, he actually called me and said, yo, man, because one of the twins, uh, Quincy, actually worked at Renner Center yeah. for like a decade. That's Quincy Young, who plays the RTO manager in the show. Satan, you know, he he said, hey, man, Quincy's at Renner Center and, and he just does wild, funny stuff all day. Um, he knew that Diallo and I were looking to do a show because we had really wanted something to represent our community. And, you know, more importantly, it was just like, how do we make a very hard comedy? Because at the time, like everything was like, you know, it was like all the comedies were 
kind of funny, but then they also had a lot of serious moments, and we knew we wanted to do something that was like... Yeah. Everybody was doing the dramedy the last few years. Doing the dramedy, yeah. And we were like, you know what? We don't want to do a dramedy. We want to do a hard comedy. It's the kind of stuff we grew up with. We want to show the lighter side. You know, ultimately, what it comes down to is, you know, when I'm home in Chicago, when I'm with family and friends, when I'm there, when I'm with people I grew up with, you know, it's very joyful. It's a lot of fun. Uh, and, and we have a really good time. And for me, it was very important that the show represented that, that it represented the sort of easygoing, very familiar, you know, Chicago is a place where like you go to somebody's house for Thanksgiving and don't know anybody. And then by the time you leave, you got a new family. <laughs> and I feel like that's the side of the city that ultimately this show is steeped in is steeped in that. And ultimately, and what the thing that's, as Diallo mentioned, is the thing that's been so fulfilling is that lots and lots of people from all walks of life and all income levels, but specifically, you know, a lot of black folk, from, you know, Philly, from Oakland, from Detroit, from wherever, also see themselves in the show and see themselves and see that sameness of their communities mm -hmm. in our show. And for me, that that let us know that, hey, we're on the right track. Yep, absolutely. I love that universality, but I also, every time I'm talking to my friends, every time I'm talking to my producers, all we are thinking about is how we feel on the inside of a conversation, yes. all the jokes are for us. The comedy is for us, but we are letting other people come to our table. So, time we follow a bunch of wild, funny folks on the, this show. But your character, Simon James, <laughs> is is very much our our leading man. Can you tell mm -hmm. us a little bit about Simon? And I mean, his hustle at RTO and beyond. Simon is a character. He is at the tip of the spear, man. His whole focus is. If, if we've often said this a lot, if Simon were born in different circumstances, he'd be a billionaire. But unfortunately, because of those circumstances that he's born into and decisions he's made in life, he works at RTO, just like a lot of other blue-collar workers. But the, the one thing that I, I don't know if a lot of people get this is he does not have any quit in his drive. Muffin Mechanics is a small business, okay? So you gotta think like a small business, you know what I mean? Carla's homemade glue sticks. <laughs> I said, you can't stick to a budget. Dean's fake traffic cones. Oh uh, man, you're gonna need an attorney. And let me say, I am not an attorney. I cannot give you legal advice. But you know what? You can take it to Indiana. They don't give a fuck over there. You can do anything you want. Hey, nice suit, John Wick. Where your dog at? It's dead, I'm joking, get out of here. It's my only suit, it's for funerals. He continues to try to go against the odds. He continues to try to rise above and make a better life for himself and his kids and everybody. And I think that exemplifies what a lot of brothers on the South side of Chicago and just in general around the nation are trying to do. Cause you don't, you don't hear about the guys who work two and three jobs and they have more than one child that they're taking care of and they're doing it. You know, the reason you don't hear about them is because they're busy doing the work. And I think Simon Rec represents that individual and that drive and hunger for more. Mm -hmm. You know, Diallo, y'all have done Ferris Bueller homages. You've touched <laughs> on spades, stepping tournaments. Mm -hmm. uh, y'all done had Chance and Lisa B come through, make hilarious cameos. How do you accurately or attempt to accurately portray the ins and outs of the South Side without, you know, being corny, without making people from outside the community feel like they can't, you know, still participate in the conversation? I think uh, a lot of it just comes from the fact that uh, <laughs> let, let me give some props to Bashir and Sultan. They they really don't want to do a corny show like that is not <laughs> that is not on the to do list. I think also not nah, because we'll tell we'll tell you if it's waggy. We not just going well. Like, it's not even just like, that though. It's it. like um, you know I always come back to the writers' room. You know when we first started out trying to staff the show with writers, 
Uh, they sent us a lot of writers who were very good. Some writers had like the hot hand at that moment. Everybody was trying to get them, you know, put on their show. But, you know, it was very important. I remember Bashir saying, like, I really want people who are going to help us, you know, define this as uniquely Chicago. There are enough voices in the room and enough Southside voices in the room where it's like, yo, instead of saying it takes place at this restaurant, we should say it takes place at this restaurant. You know what I'm saying? Like, so on top of just being funny, it's also like, let's use the most authentic, most Chicago reference or location that we can possibly use in each scenario. References run deep. Yeah, we got Chicago people. We got Will Miles who went to Whitney Young. I mean, we got Lang- Langston Kerman who's from Harvey, Alicia Cowan from the South Side, my wife Chandra who plays Officer Turner. She's from the South Side. Yep. Uh, even this season, we added another uh, a writer in Lauren Walker who's from Chicago, yeah. but also has a really strong pedigree with the UCB folks. So it really was saying like to a bunch of Chicago people, like let's let what what's funny to us because I think Chicago has a great sense of humor. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Are you self-conscious about your smile? Do you only allow yourself a closed mouth grin? Well, with Aligner Experts, there's no reason for you to diminish your smile. As orthodontists, they have the privilege of witnessing the remarkable transformation of patients' smiles, which often translates into a profound boost in their confidence. Yet, there always seems to be a deterrent. I ain't got the time, I don't have the funds. Luckily, Aligner Experts is redefining convenient and accessible clear aligner solutions. With customizable treatments, transparent pricing, and their cutting edge 3D scanners and dental monitoring technology, you can transform your smile through the convenience of your own schedule. Stop in at their West Loop or Lakeview Clinic today for your complimentary smile assessment. Aligner Experts your destination for advanced clear aligner solutions. P.S. They got another clinic on the way, so stay tuned for their Old Town location. You know, y'all work with some amazing black women on this show, but it's deeper than that because many are family, whether it's a hilarious cameo from y'all's mom in both the very first episode of Bashir and Sultan to Zuri, your sister who plays Stacy, who's still in every scene she's in, to arguably the funniest person on the whole damn show, uh, Chandra Russell as Zenobia Turner, who I'm going to be real is... I find her so damn funny, but she she both 12 and a landlord. It's, yeah. I don't know how y'all got all of that in one person, and she's still – how special is this experience? You know what's interesting about you saying that, and I think it's, it's one of the good things about our show. Our show doesn't really have good guys, and we also don't really have bad guys. You know, we have tough circumstances. Because I was even thinking about Simon. Like when he y'all goes, got hustlers, clowns. We got, yeah, we got clowns. Some we got goofies. Comedians. We got, we got, uh, we got uh, sticklers for rules. You got uh, people like my character who is, you know, he's just like, we call him, we, in a writer room, we teasingly call him Job from the Bible because our, our goal with him is to put him through every terrible thing a person can go through. And one of my favorite compliments is whenever I'm in Chicago every night and then somebody's like, man, I can't believe you got me laughing at the police. This is terrible. And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> Bro. I'm supposed to find no cop funny. I'm like, dude, I'm just trying to be funny. Man, I'm just the cognitive to... dissonance, man, that y'all put me through every single episode. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> but but he's not like we're not we don't play him as like some beleaguered hero who's just trying to do the best thing. He's messed up too. He's mm-hmm. trying to he hates this outside. He can't stand the people down there, and he's really trying to get back to the north side. So everybody got the things that they bring with them. And as our anchor Simon, as you as you put it, said, I think if Simon had an opportunity tomorrow. They're like, hey, man, you're going to be the head of this new company. He'd be like, all right, bye, peace. Like, he wouldn't be trying to stick around down there. 
Mm-mm. Man, you was talking about playing cards. That scene with uh, Officer Turner, with Renee Lockett, who plays Dorothy Brown, with LaRoyce Hawkins, who plays Mike Owens, that's one of the funniest scenes. Yo, stupid ass, sitting over here fucking kicking with these dumbass bitches. The next time you are cold and lonely at night, you call these two crip pussies, you fuck boy. very rude you know it's funny on the surface but if you're from chicago it hits even harder nah i i fell over watching that man so time uh you know we real protective of our city y'all know yep. this right mm-hmm. so many folks Absolutely. love to drag our name and so we we could be sensitive about how we're shown do you all hear or respond to criticism from people who say this doesn't look or it doesn't feel like my neighborhood mostly the on- the feedback that i've gotten 98 98- percent of the time is I love it you guys are doing a good job representing us I've even heard the words this is a positive spin on Chicago uh we really appreciate how you guys hey, what, was what was the two percent what was the two percent well that's what I mean those, that's people who were like oh man that's the lactose intolerance you know, like, you know I, I, those fall on deaf ears I mean everybody has an opinion and I respect everyone's opinion but when it's like when I go outside and Eight out of 10 people tell me they love the show and this is who their favorite character is. And you know what? The one thing that I notice when I talk to people about the show is they smile with their eyes and they smile with their mouth before they even say a word. And then they let me know how much they like the show, how proud of us they are, and how much they enjoy it. So that's been the majority of my experience through all three seasons. She shot it. It even goes really quickly so far as like, We'll be just like you know, uh, somebody who shows up to play a bus driver because we just need a bus driver for this scene. And he made <laughs> us laugh. And then it's like, yo, man, we got to put that guy on camera. Like this season, the last thing I'll say, there's a guy who literally yo. I was at home and yo. I wanted some, I wanted a snow cone <laughs> and I was at my mom's house. I was on, I was in Chatham. You know, we were, we were from, I, originally to time now we're from South Shore. And when I was about 10, 11, we moved to Chatham. We moved to Auburn and Gresham. Chatham, Auburn yep. Gresham. It has five names. Pick one. <laughs> it's it's Halston and, Whatever you want to call it, that area. And uh, I said, I want to snuck him. My mom was like, she's like, there's a guy on 80, 80th and 81st in Vincennes. He's really good. I went over there. He made me laugh. I didn't say shit to him. I got my snow cones. Three days later, I had somebody go up to him. And right now, he's in the trailer for season three. So He's in the trailer. Snow cone man is here. What can I get for you, baby? Okay. I'm going to be different. Let me get an apricot. Apricot? Come on. I'm telling you. Nobody in the hell drink this apricot. This is terrible right here. Okay. I don't even know how you seen that. I had it in the back. Right, okay. Hey, talking about, I don't even know how you saw that. It's in the back. Nobody asked yes. for apricot. That, is a bad dude no. Chicago. that dude is literally 81st in Vincent selling snow cones and just had me dying yeah. because I tried to, and what's funny is I actually tried to order a snow cone from him and he was like, don't get that flavor. Don't nobody get that. Come on, man. You about to have a bunch of disappointed people at your house. <laughs> I, was dying. He, I love that. He didn't man. know who I, I love was. That. But see that, but that's Chicago. And that's that the side is. of Chicago you never see. You don't see the funny bus mm-hmm. drivers, the funny, the guy who drives a shuttle to the airport, the dude mm-hmm. who's, you know, doing the garbage rounds, the, the the assistant principals, the the high school teachers, the the dudes who work in Renaissance Center. Like there's so many people who are just yep. like funny and you never see them because I was gonna say, really, the one criticism I have heard which I'm proud not to do is I've heard a couple people say to me, like, you know, you got to show the grittier side. I'm like, Oh, y'all want us to show people getting murdered and shit. And I'm like, you know what? There's so many other places for you to see that. We don't keep it positive. Yep. Diallo as an adopted son, how has this, 
you know, experience helped you to come to understand and, and maybe fall in love with Chicago the way, you know, I do? Uh, yeah, you know, two things I want to say about that. One is that when we were working on a show called Brothers in Atlanta, which is a story for another day, the thing I remember about that show that I really enjoy, because I'm from Atlanta, uh, you know, it was it was great to come back home and work on something, but it was also great to have Bashir there because he sort of came in with an outsider's perspective and he was able to ask True. me questions like, yeah. hey, what's that about? And why why is that a thing? And that and I would see things that I didn't even notice about my hometown that I was mm-hmm. like, oh, we got to put a spotlight on that. Because there were obviously things I wanted to put a spotlight on, but just having an outside observer there, it allowed me to notice things that I might have missed. And I feel like I've I've sort of served that role as the as as an adopted. So I've spent the last five summers, maybe even six summers, uh, in Chicago, mm-hmm. and uh, and I love Chicago, and I love that we get to do a show that means so much to the city. But I want to say one thing very specifically, which is that uh, if you like this show, if you like Southside, and I do feel like to a certain extent the city of Chicago has found us and embraced us. But I would ask you to call your cousins all across the country. <laughs> Like, call your people everywhere and tell them, look, even if you're not from Chicago, there's a very special show that is crafted, you know, almost entirely by black people and and that we should support this show just because this is not an opportunity that comes along often. Yeah. Uh, I got. I want to do a, a quick uh, round of rapid fire. I know I got to let y'all go soon. I'm going to start with you, Bashir. Uh, the season three literally opens up with... Officer Clown, good night. What can we expect from season three from your character and beyond? You know, I, I I love playing the character because I love to sort of put the character through hell because that shit is funny to me and I enjoy playing that and I, and I love that I get to do that and I don't have any kind of feeling about it. You know, sometimes when you hire other actors, they'd be like, oh, you know, can my character do something positive this season? You know, maybe I say, <laughs> that ain't like, no, we ain't doing that. So you like what you've seen from Good Night. It's more the same. And especially this season starts with him getting his uh, cop car stolen from a, by a 13-year-old girl. So that's how the season I'm starts. I'm in the eighth and, and that's And that's his high point in the season. <laughs> that's the high point of the season. It's all downhill from there. <laughs> Uh, Diallo, you are, you know, the, the older person. Yeah. Like, what can we expect uh, from Alan moving forward? Well, you know, we always say this is not an episodic show. You don't have to follow it from it. <laughs> but, if, but if you track uh, Alan Gale's, you know, life, season one, he was he was a lawyer who clearly thought he was, you know, needed to do bigger things in life. And in season two, he fought, you know, tooth and nail to become an alderman. And we saw him dealing with that. I feel like in season three, he's already bored with the job that he has. So he's, he's already, and he, might, and he might be in hey, a Hey, listen, <laughs> I don't want to give any spoilers. I actually want to give you some fake spoilers and just have people figure out that they're not true. Sultan, what has season three got in store for, for Kareem and, of course, for Simon? Oh, man. Um, more, more adventures uh, going in different directions that you haven't seen these characters uh, go in before. But specifically, Simon is, uh, he's, here's a little spoiler, he's trying to, uh, he's trying to escape and hide himself from the public for something that he did. So that's something to look forward to. And it, it's, it's, it, it goes beyond viral. It goes into the news, it goes into the internet, it goes on a blimp, if you will. But he messes up in a big way and doesn't know how to cope with that. So that's <laughs> something for you guys to Really sink your teeth into. Can I go even further? Yeah, please. Of course. Go further, Sue. <laughs> y'all, y'all remember the malice in the palace? The, the malice in the palace when the Detroit uh, and the Pacers went when, 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 the Indiana, when the Pacers decided to go to go fight every fan they could fight. So Simon has something like that happen 
but he has to happen at the United <laughs> Center. So that's all I'll say. And uh, yeah, it goes from there. Man, it, everything looks bigger and better. I didn't see pictures from Lala. So many people are promoting it. Mm -hmm. For me, this show has, has felt like a love letter, uh, a comedic and, and, and sometimes wild love letter, uh, but to the South Side of Chicago. I'm, I'm very grateful for y'all coming on the show, for talking a little bit. Uh, and good luck with season three and beyond, fellas. Thank you so much. Thank you so Thank much. Thank you so much. Appreciate the time. Appreciate it, everyone. Thank you. You can see an advanced screening of the premiere of season three of Southside tomorrow at DuSable Museum. Plus, Bashir and Diallo will be talking to WBEZ, Sasha Ann Simon, and it's free, so show up. Info in the show notes. Season three of Southside premieres on HBO Max Thursday. Go on, share with your friends and family. Before I let you go, a little bit of news, y'all. Gun control will likely be on the agenda in Springfield starting in January. Statehouse Democrats introduced legislation to ban assault weapons and high-capacity magazines, restrict most people under 21 from getting a gun permit, and beefing up Illinois' firearm restraining order law. Former First Lady Michelle Obama is speaking about her new book at the Chicago Theater tonight and tomorrow. Tonight's conversation will be hosted by David Letterman, while author Heather McGee is in the host chair tomorrow. For more stories, including a look at the Chicago Public Library's Korean American Archive Project, head over to our daily newsletter, Hey Chicago, at chicago.citycast.fm. It should already be in your inbox, but if not, you know, I'm, I'm going to give you the benefit of the doubt today. But tomorrow, 6 a.m., you better be getting that young Hey Chicago. And some good news to get you through. This Thursday, the homies over at 77 Flavors of Chicago, the podcast that visits all 77 community areas to learn about their history and try out some food in the neighborhoods, is hosting a live taping in North Lawndale. The co-hosts and cute couple Sarah and Dario are celebrating hitting all 77 areas. Congratulations, my friends, and I'm going to see y'all there. As always, I appreciate you for listening. I'm going to talk to you tomorrow. Peace. B. Bashir? Did we lose Bashir? Uh, I can see his face. Bashir, are you muted? He's, he's coming muted. back to us. Yeah, we can now. Now yeah. we can. I just had a total interruption. Okay, I'm sorry. Well, <laughs> rapid fire, please. Let's go. <laughs> let's get the question again. Let's get the question again. What can we expect? As you said it broke, I was like, this is terrible. Uh, okay, all right, go ahead. I'm sorry. <laughs> Thing, things going wrong, that's exactly what you can expect for good night in season three. Things going wrong.